success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and they rarely talk about it because that's not what creates success. Join us here where we'll chat with serial entrepreneurs, both men and women, and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship. We'll talk about the obstacles we faced and how to overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is She's Invincible. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on She's Invincible. And do we have an invincible one to introduce you to today? Erica Mauer is a veteran in the events, marketing, and hospitality industry. She is an entrepreneur, owner, event producer, coach, and speaker. She graduated from Tufts undergraduate and received her master's from Columbia University. She is a partner at EMRG Media a leading events, marketing, production, and creative agency. Her company created the Event Planner Expo, the leading trade show for the events, marketing, and hospitality industry. EMRG Media produces events for clients in the corporate, celebrities, brands, social, and nonprofit sectors. Some of her clients include ABC, NBC, Universal, BuzzFeed, Columbia Records, Cardi B, Robin Hood Foundation, 1-800-Flowers, PitchBook, Twitter, Fiverr, and Google, just to name a few. Erica has generated over 100 million in events. Oh my gosh, Erica, welcome to She's Invincible. I'm so excited to have you with us today. Thank you for having me. That was such a great, warm entrance. Oh, see that? I'll have to record that for you. I'll I'll make a clip and give that to you separately. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I'm so happy to have you here. And for those that are listening on the podcast and you don't see the video, Erica is in New York City and there's the most beautiful day today that we're recording and the most beautiful view from her window. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so jealous. If you know me, you know, New York City is my favorite city in the world. So I'm a little jealous, but I'm so happy to have you here. And I would love to jump in. Let's tell our listeners how in the world did you get where you are today and what makes you invincible? Well, uh, I came to school in into New York City uh, at Columbia, and I thought that I wanted to be a licensed therapist, which I actually am. But as I was going through that journey, I started to, in essence, work like side jobs just to kind of like get some extra money and pay the bills while I was going into grad school. And I started to do events. So I started to do like fashion shows and nonprofits and galas. And I worked at UJA. And long story short, I realized that was my passion. And so while I was doing that, I started to work part time at the company that I'm now a partner of. So. Basically, that was my journey. I started, you know, little by little and I kind of grew and grew and then ultimately became a partner at the company EMRG Media, which I'm at now. I love it. So you're not originally from New York City? I was from Jersey and I went to undergrad in Massachusetts. So when I moved, it was to move into the city, not move back to New Jersey. 
That's why I love you so much, because we're Jersey girls. <laughs> I knew there was something about that. Oh, so fun. So fun. OK, so tell us what makes you invincible? I think it's the resilience. It's the fact that it's OK if I don't get the answer now that I want to get. It's more of a conversation, a continuation. Um, you know, when I was growing up, everyone would say, like, you're relentless. And that's OK when you're relentless in the pursuit of something that you're passionate about. I think that's what makes you invincible. I love that. Oh, I love that. Relentless. Yes. I love that word. And I love tenacious, right? Which is yes. the same power word. I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm excited today to talk to you. I know I want to tell our listeners, you were on our podcast a couple of years ago. Yes. It was Oh my gosh, navigating like events through 2020. You guys, you need to go back and listen to that episode for sure. But today I'm so excited to talk about here we are three years later and you have figured it out. You've come out the other side, right? We, it's like, we almost have to say like, we made it, right? Because uh, a lot it. of people did not make it, but you guys shucked and jived and pivoted in such a way to make sure that you made it and you came back. And I mean, now you're back and better than ever. And I'm excited to talk about these things and about um, we're going to talk about strategic partnering, which is huge right now. Right. And, you know, and this power of building, creating this community. So let's jump in. Let's talk a little bit about that. And let's start from where we left off. So, you know, in 2020, uh, in 2021, you guys had created this virtual membership community and you were supporting women around the world. And that was amazing. And then things opened up again in New York City. And then you were back on track. So let's pick up there. Let's talk sure. about how so, that happened. So taking us back, you know, we still have our wonderful community, our women's community. We still do private coaching and group coaching. That's something that we we did establish back in 2020. And we've continued even despite, you know, open the world back opening. But what we've been able to do is really come back into the world with like fresh eyes. And the reason I say that is, you know, when, when you, our industry was pretty much shut down completely. Like we, it was illegal for us to do business. Right. So we had to sit there. And so when you aren't doing anything, you have to sit in silence. It gives you the ability of not only being creative, but being able to think differently and approach things differently. So I think coming out of a negative, it really became a positive because it gave you the ability to think differently. It, it gave you the ability to recognize that, you know, maybe companies that you wouldn't work with prior to the pandemic, you have this new respect for it. Right? You all survive together and you all have different like superpowers. And so when you you, when you align that, it really allows you to create amazing strategic partners. But what it really creates is the ability to serve your community more, because then you can actually take on a client and say, don't worry about dealing with 10 people or five people to achieve your event. We'll help you navigate this whole thing and it'll be seamless. It'll be stress-free and we'll make sure the floral, the food, the catering, the venue, you know, all of the production and everything is housed in one element and it makes you a stronger person and a stronger company. I love it. Oh my gosh. So I, you know, I attended the um, expo, I guess it was two years ago, right? So 2021 when things were just like really starting to come back. And that was amazing to meet all those people that were committed and passionate about uh, having that comeback story, right? Like landing mm -hmm. on their feet and having that story to tell and uh, 
continuing to grow their business and put that back together. And it's so amazing because events are so powerful and people want to be together. Uh, but we've also learned the value of the virtual world, as you said, right? So which is now why you're doing both. Uh, and you continue because we learned so many lessons in that time. So let's talk about community. Let's talk about, you know, why people want to get together, why they want to get face to face um, and and how you can really grow a community and why. Why is this so important? I mean, community is always going to be the the catalyst of why you're going to grow. And the reason being is, is with a community, there's people that bring different strengths together and it allows you to be able to brainstorm and talk about ideas and talk about problems that maybe you're stuck on. Without a community, you're pretty much left alone. And if you think about how you felt back in those days when we first went into lockdown, you didn't feel good, right? You felt right. alone, you felt separated. So for us, community is, is even more valuable, right? Like in the pandemic, we turn to virtual, right? Now we do virtual and hybrid and also in person because what's better than being able to like see somebody and being able to have a good conversation and, and to know that you can throw out ideas and that that person's going to understand where you're coming from and be able to jump in and support you. So in order to be able to grow, the number one way of growing is by having strategic partners. And you can't have a strategic partner if you don't have a community. And so for that reason, you know, our trade show was created almost 11 years ago. This will be our 11th year, but it's all about community building. It's about getting into a room where you might not know anybody, or maybe you'll know two people and literally working the room and saying, this is who I am. I'd like to meet you. Let's see what we could do together, getting to know people. And that really at the core is what humans are about. A hundred percent. And I mean, that is like, we're driven right by that contact, by that interaction. And our, I think our minds fire from that, right? Like just getting great minds together and sharing ideas and what's working for you. I mean, we do that in our pod power hour where we bring mm -hmm. podcast hosts and guests together and we talk about those things and it makes us better, right? It always makes us better. I love that. So how about a few tips on this building community? Let's give our listeners some tactical things that they can go ahead and do uh, maybe some of these businesses have, you know, not really made a full comeback yet. And mm -hmm. they're still struggling on like, where do we go? What direction are we going in? What's working right now? What are you seeing that people want that is different from before where we can pivot? So let's say you're a business owner and you currently don't have strategic partners. You do all your business on your own. And if you can't service people in that capacity, you, you turn away the business. What I would first do is I would literally take a piece of paper, pen, write down what are my strengths, what are things that people are asking me to service them that I'm not able to achieve at the moment. And let's say I came up with five things. Let's say people are asking me to help with floral. Let's say they're asking for like AV and tech. Let's say they're asking for um, production. Okay, so you have three different things. I would then say to myself, who are the people that I know in my area or who I would aspire to look up to, right? That I would be interested and believe that they would be a good partner. And I would put that list together. So maybe I come up with 10 people. And then maybe I'll either like DM them, I might connect with them on Instagram, or I might message them on LinkedIn, or perhaps I have their email and information, but I never had the reason to contact them before. Now I'm going to make an intro and I'm going to ask to set up a time to speak to them. Now, that might seem a little scary or daunting, but it's really not. At the end of the day, you're going to pick 10. 
you're going to reach out to them. You might vibe with three or five of them, you know, or maybe all of them or maybe only two. So the point being is you then are reaching out and you're establishing, hey, I service my people. I do X, Y, and Z. I do event planning. I do production. Um, I don't do production. I need you to do production. And then I ask them, well, what are their strengths? And let's say we align. Then now I know that the next time, you know, a Google comes to me and says, can you do production, right? I can call my new partner and I have confidence that A, they're going to give the quality that I would want and that I like them. And before we do that, I would establish either a referral program. So I go to the production company whenever they're going to do a job with me, they, they'll, they'll put a commission in so that I'll benefit. And I would do the same. I would say, if you're, if you have that hole in your business, I'll refer you back. So now we have a two-way partnership. And now all of a sudden the jobs that I wasn't able to service, you know, I'm able to now do that. So now my business grew exponentially because that could be, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars of business or maybe more that you're literally leaving on the table. So I would just do that and multiply. So now you get a book of vendors and all of a sudden your company is not just an event planner or not just you know an agency. Now it's a full service company that can literally go to all the spokes on the wheel. And now I can go to the client and say, don't worry, I have you. I already built the trust with you, right? So now I'll take this off of you. I'll manage your budget. I'll make sure and I'll vouch for it. I love it. Oh my gosh, it's such a beautiful way to have collaboration over competition, right? You don't have to do everything. You can outsource I love that. And as you were talking, I wrote down to ask you, is there a revenue stream in this? And then you brought that up. And I love yes. that. How wise is that to have this huge company where you're doing events and then also have this other revenue stream? And anyone who knows anything about success financially in business knows you need several revenue streams. And so, uh, you know, you can't be the jack of all trades, right? And master of none. Uh, and so it gives you that opportunity to really zone in on what you are great at. I love this so much. Yeah. And, and the thing is, you have to think about this. I might spend, you know, thousands of dollars on SEO or acquiring a client. Right. So I'm also bringing that to the person that I'm partnering with because they don't know who that person is or they're not working with them. So I'm taking something that I'm spending money on building that, you know, client asset. Right. And now. I'm able to a leverage it. So maybe I recruit some money that I advertise to get this person. And on top of it, I'm able to share the wealth and give business to other people that don't have it. So it really is a mutually beneficial way. And I always say that that's something like, if you're going to take this process and apply it, you do have to have that conversation where you manage expectations on all the levels and don't be afraid to say, well, I'm going to bring you this business and not ask for, you know, a referral fee because people expect to be having, you know, payment discussions. And if you don't have that conversation, then down the road, it's really hard to go back later. Yes. Say, oh, by the way, I just gave you a $50,000 job, but I forgot to mention this. So, you know, we laugh about it, but I can't tell you how many people say to me, oh my God, I didn't have this conversation and it gets so awkward. And, you know, it's also good to know because Sometimes those awkward conversations are really easy to have, or they can be very uncomfortable. And, and that might make you realize if you're having trouble communicating with this potential partner now, maybe you'll have trouble down the road as you're doing a project. So it's a good way of really feeling that other person as you're building that rapport. 
I love it. I absolutely love it. So is your company looking for strategic partners right now or do you have everything you need right now? I mean, I always say that you can always have more. Mm -hmm. There's never enough. You never know if that one person has this one special niche that's even, you know, better or different than what you're doing now. So I'm, I'm always open for it. You know, that's why, again, you know, we created the Event Planner Expo because we want to showcase all these different potential strategic partners so that people can pick and choose. And, and we meet new people every single year from it. So I think you can never have enough. You definitely are going to have your preferred because that's just natural. It's going to happen. But having that in your back pocket gives you really a big advantage. Someone emailed me yesterday and said, oh, you're part of the event planner X. I said, yeah. Well, she called first and she's, I said, yeah. She said, I have this holiday party and I have this client and they need this 50 foot wall, like, you know, like a foam core branded wall. Who can you give me? I, I know you have the expo. I said, you're right. Email me, send, tell me what you have. I called the person who specialized in it. I said, Hey, I'm going to make this connection. Just giving you a heads up. This is what it is. This is who I think you can service. And she, they said, great. And that's what I did. And in that situation, it wasn't something that I'm even working on. It was simply a person that needed help and I was able to help them. Yeah. Makes you a connector. I love connector. that. Exactly. We always want to have a, somebody for that, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. I love and, you know, I think it makes sense to have a list um, and, of course, to have your preferred vendors. But, you know, if you're having an event, like just because you have that one person, they may not be available. They may already be working on another project. You may have to go down to your like top three and get the mm -hmm. third one because of availability. So it makes so much sense that you could have what you need. I love that. Oh my gosh. So tell us about what your favorite event has been so far. And I know I'm putting you on the spot, but like, what was the one that you were just like, that's, that's going down as my favorite one we've ever hosted. Well, I've, we've done a ton, hundreds a year, um, if not more, but you know, some of, some of the top ones, I mean, we did Cardi B's album release party. It actually was the day that she announced that she was pregnant. It was that event. Um, we hosted in New York City. It was when she, you know, did her first one, and it, it was really great. Um, that was exciting and interesting, also because it was like very cutting edge. Um, yeah. Another really great event was we did a Casio's anniversary party, um, where actually Kanye West performed and Spike Lee was at and spoke, and that was a very dynamic one. And we created the history of Casio from the beginning to the end, and that was really impactful because I actually learned about Casio because I actually didn't know that information. So that was a really great experience. But maybe the best one that I would say is I had the opportunity of doing Mars's, uh, Mars, the chocolate company, um, company anniversary. And I was able to actually go to their chocolate factory. And I don't know if you've seen Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory, of but like, like that, you get into a suit. It is white, like a full body suit. And we went and we pitched them and they wound up moving forward with us. And we created, um, we took the Statue of Liberty, Ellis Island, and we took over that museum. We created the history of Mars and all the candy. And it was, it was more of, I think, like a childhood, you know, reminiscence because my grandfather um, had a candy company. And so it kind of brought me back to that where he would bring us like M&Ms and all those things that you're not supposed to eat, but you do. Um, and it was just really memorable. And we got a gold coin. It was like a Mars coin. And I still have it to this day. And it was just it, it was just something that I was like, wow, I'm part of this. Yes, you created you helped create that. Right. It was your right. genius. 
I love that. You know, what's funny. I have a friend who uh, works. She works for Mars. She's an executive. I am so going to talk to her about <laughs> going to visit the factory. Yes. That sounds like so much fun. It really was. Oh, my gosh. Well, this is so amazing. So I would love for you to talk about the event expo uh, that's coming up. So we have that coming up. Uh, very soon. I'm so excited about that. I was um, in 2021. I had the honor of getting to do a fireside chat. I met a million amazing people. I It was so much fun for three days from start to finish. And uh, I just absolutely loved it. And I got so much out of it. So I'm excited to hear more about what you have planned for this new one that's coming up in October. Yes. Well, um, well, we love having you first and foremost. So thank you for being part of it. And this year is going to be our 11th year. It's October 10th through the 12th. It's in New York City. Every day we have different um, events and education and the trade show. So it kind of changes each day. But we have the opening party, which is on October 10th. We have the education day, which is at 92nd Street Y. It's October 11th. We have keynotes, Gary Vaynerchuk. And we just recently just added um, Marcy Blum, who is a huge wedding and event planner. We're going to have panel discussions. We're going to talk about like tech, marketing, you know, sales, all different event trends, things that you can like get into the room and listen and actually go back and say, oh, this was a good takeaway. And I can apply that to my business because part of our trade show, what's very important is not only building community, but it's educating because you could be a great event planner or a great something that does a task. But if you're not a good business person, then it doesn't matter how much money you make because you're not going to know how to save it or, or how to apply it. So that's that's a big piece. And then we do our trade show floor, which is where we have 150 top exhibitors. They range from restaurants to event spaces to hotels, their floral, their decor, their catering. So it's perfect for not only someone who's like an event planner, but maybe someone who tasked with doing their daughter's engagement party. Or maybe they have family events that they're doing or, you know, any of those kinds of occasions. So it's a really great way of kind of seeing what's the, the best and the latest and the newest so that you can implement that for future events and even just make strategic partnering. Sometimes people who come, they might be in like the insurance business. They're coming because they know that all of the people in the room have businesses. So maybe they can get their business by selling them insurance. So it's not necessarily just you have to be an event planner. You have to be an entrepreneur who wants to learn and grow or someone in a big company that wants to, you know, elevate themselves. And that's what it's really about. Last year, we had our closing party at Nebula um, with the infamous uh, Buster Rhymes. He was amazing. And this year, we're going to be back at Nebula to close out the event. We're going to have another A-list celebrity. So it's a really exciting three days of getting to know people, of getting to, you know, see new things. And really just like immerse themselves to become better. I love it. I love it. And you know, as you're talking and through this, I'm thinking when I was there, I learned so much about so many other things that could be applied to my business, even though I wasn't an event planner. And one of them is marketing. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was so huge is like, you know, the, you guys had people talking about like pricing and packaging and marketing and what are the best ways to market your business and the best platforms? And I just thought that was so amazing because I love when there's that uh, universal topic where you can apply that to anything. You don't have to be an event planner to come and learn and enjoy and meet all these amazing people. And I love that you do it that way. 
because it is such a way to build a community. And I, I just love it there. So, and I feel like any friend of yours is a friend of mine. So it, it's like, you know, it takes all that guesswork out of it. When I meet people there at your event, I know that they're good people. And so, oh, I want to just give a shout out to all of you listening that if you are anywhere near New York City or can get there October 10th, 11th and 12th, all the days or a few of the days, Oh my gosh, you don't want to miss this. I will be there. So you'll get to see me and Erica for sure. And all the other thousands of people that come through this event and the food. I remember that being like so fun. There's so many vendors that had food uh, and you just go and you can go to their their booths and try all of their amazing food that they make and bring. Um, it's just, there were so many things. The, de- the decor was out of this world. And the one thing that stands out to me, there was a gentleman that had a business where he made thrones and they were these (laughs) fabulous. I even have pictures still on my phone. I'm like, I want to buy these for my grandkids. And um, but they were just fabulous. And uh, he really was. He was definitely a game changer for me. And I loved getting to meet him and see his work. And there's just so many talented people. So don't miss it. You guys come see us. In New York City, my favorite city, and the weather will still be nice, right? Yes, it's going to be beautiful. It will. It's fall in the city. Come hang out. Come hang out at the Event Planners Expo. Oh, my gosh, Erica, so much fun. Okay, so I do want to mention this just so I don't forget that there is a code in the show notes that you can click on and get discount tickets. So if you want to come and you want to get a discounted ticket, just go to the show notes, click the link, and you'll be able to go right in and get your ticket at a discount, a big discount. So that's so great. And we would love to have you there. So Erica, tell our listeners where they can find you. So you can find me at the event planner expo, um, dot com, which is our website. Or if you want to follow us on Instagram at the event planner expo. I love it. Oh my gosh. And Gary V, you guys, Gary. V. I want to say something else, but I'm not. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. What do you, what do you yeah. want to say? Okay. So I was going to say Gary freaking V. <laughs> exactly. Coming, well, you guys, you want to come and get to hear from him face to face and learn from him and maybe even get an opportunity to meet him. You'll be in the same room. So don't miss out. Big players, lots of great stuff. Be there. That's what the cool people will be doing on October 10th, 11th and 12th. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. And just before we get to the good stuff, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, I have this great announcement for you. We are starting the Pod Power Hour, which is a virtual event that's gonna happen on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And so if you've ever thought about having a podcast, if you have questions, if you are a podcaster, and you want to come and meet other podcasters and learn what's new, what's happening, tips and tricks to be better at this amazing passion of podcasting that you have, we would love for you to join us. We're going to have experts there that are going to be sharing their genius. It's going to be amazing. So, and if you're a host and you want to come meet some amazing uh, people that could be potential guests for you on your show, come on out. What a great way to get exposure 
be sure to check it out on my website at camilehman.com as well as follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Whatever is your favorite platform, we will have registration there. You do need to register to attend and it is on Zoom. So super simple, just one hour every other Wednesday. We start on May 4th, so don't miss out. Get registered today. We can't wait to see you there. You have moved from fighting cancer to discovering how to live beyond it. But what now? With so many emotional side effects still unknown, as a new survivor, you find yourself in a void as you navigate through the isolation, fear, and an uncertain future that can overshadow you and your family for years to come. Instead of focusing on the uncertainty of cancer, consider how strong and determined you are and think of the strength demonstrated by those who stood beside you through it all. Consider this. You now get to choose who you want to be and what your intentional, fulfilled life can look like. You made it through treatment. We can help you define yourself as a survivor. We're here to help you through this moment, to walk beside you as you shift your mindset from counting the days of life to creating a legacy. For more information, visit www.adventuretherapyfoundation.org or contact us at info at adventurefound.org. Erica, this has been so much fun. We promise our listeners on She's Invincible that we're going to bring them fierce entrepreneurs and that we're going to spotlight their expert zone of genius, which you did so well today. Thank you for all the lessons on strategic partnering and building a community. This is so helpful no matter what business our listeners are in. But we're not done because you know on She's Invincible, we promise our listeners we're going to bring these fierce entrepreneurs, but we're also going to pull back the curtain and we're going to share the good, the bad, and the ugly of the journey. So are you ready to tell some stories? I'm ready. Okay. Awesome. All right. So we are going to first tell a story about the good or the greatest part of this journey so far. The greatest part of the journey has been just the growth and evolution and to be able to like watch myself grow as well as my team and be able to see all the great event experiences that we're able to actually like impact people's lives, right? We're doing big events. We're doing huge experiences. We're doing like mitzvahs and, and corporate and, and being able to say like, we were the one who created that and they can leave with that memory and experience. To me, that is like, it fills your heart. That is so beautiful. And I've seen, you know, because when I'm not chatting with you, I'm following you. But I've seen that you've hosted some celebrity birthday parties this over mm -hmm. this year, which are exciting, too. So if you want an outrageous birthday party, you guys reach out to them because that's amazing. And I love that you said that, that, you know, it's not about so much. I mean, of course, it is about business, but it's about the fact that you get to create these lifetime memories that lasts forever and it builds a legacy. Nobody will ever forget, right? They'll they, never forget it. They never forget. These are like, these are like heart stopping moments in time where people gather themselves and they never forget. It really leaves an imprint in their life. And it, it really makes you realize the importance of what you're doing also, 
because people think of, oh, it's an event, it's an event, it's party planning. That's, it is what it is. It's fluff, but it's not because if you do something wrong, you yeah. also could leave a negative experience in their life. Of forever. course you can. That's a lot yes. of pressure, right? They're going to remember yeah. you forever one way or another. Yes, oh my gosh. We should remember that in all the businesses we have, because that is so important, but I love that. All right. Well, we got to talk about the band. So let's, we'll save the ugly for last, but tell us a story about the bad part of the journey. So just that you can't, you can't serve everyone and that, you know, you can take on what you feel comfortable with and you can allocate as much time as you can. But at the end of the day, you're not going to be perfect for everybody. And that's a hard thing because sometimes that's allowing someone to be disappointed or be frustrated because they're, they don't understand, but you have 24 hours in a day, like just like everyone else, you have seven days in a week and you have the amount of days in a month, you know, depending on the month. So you really have to be mindful of that and make sure that what you're saying to somebody, you can actually meet those criteria, and not that you're just taking someone on, you know, to get a check because at the end of the day, there's going to be a time where you just can't, you have to say no. And that is a very hard thing. That's such a good point, too, because in business and especially your business after a pandemic, right? So you're making a comeback. So, of course, you want to say yes and and have that revenue, but not everyone is a perfect fit, not even just personality wise, right? Or or expectation wise or professionalism, like not everyone's a perfect fit. And so sometimes you have to say no so you can say yes and do your best for other people. And I think that's so important. I think they call that boundaries, right? I love it. Which is hard to have. It is hard to have in business. It really is. But I think if you go back to the good, which is the part where you're creating a memory for someone that's everlasting, that helps you be able to have those boundaries a little bit. Wouldn't you agree? I do agree. Yeah, Because you're called to such a higher place, right? Of such a big responsibility to fill. That if you take on everyone, you can't be great at all of them. And I just love that. And you guys are excellent. So, okay, now we got to move on to ugly. There's always an ugly story, right? And it's like, how do I pick? But what would you say has been the ugliest part of the journey so far? The ugliest part of the journey is definitely making a person understand that they're not the only one. So what I mean by this is, you know, you do hundreds, could do a thousand events in a year. It depends on how busy you are, right? And a client comes on board and they automatically think that they're the only person and they might text you in the morning at like six or seven. They might call you at 11 or, or 12 and their event might not be three, four, you know, six months out. Some of them are a year and two years out. People are booking that far out and recognizing that, that's something that's a hard component because you don't want to be rude and say, stop. You want to be respectful, but some people just don't get it. And so for that, that's the ugly part. I mean, at one hand, you have the honor of being able to serve them, right? We get that. And that's something you shouldn't take light, but also there needs to be the understanding that they're not going to make your business thrive for two years. If their events two years out, right? You need right. to allocate those times. So that's the ugly part and trying to be like mindful of how do you communicate that? How do you set the boundaries without it being rude? How do you make sure that you are taking care of them or they feel heard, but also that they understand that there's other people that need to be, feel heard and theirs might be ahead of yours. 
So that's the piece that's a little bit challenging. Right. I imagine too, like different personalities you have to juggle, right? Because some people might not have an event for two years, but they're like, you know, uh, crazy on top of things, right? So they feel like everything is urgent because it's their event. Everything's urgent. Yes. yes. Everything's urgent. Need it now. Need to get it done. Yeah. And, they, and the thing is, is that like oftentimes people don't really understand that there's so many pieces of planning an event. There's like a list of a hundred things that get done and you, you check it off, but there's a process. So you can't really jump over those processes because then what happens is you're doing triple and quadruple the work because now you're having to go back and double check. And so I think, you know, to people who are listening, I know that I'm not the only person that experiences it. Other people do. I think it's really important to just try to establish some parameters. If you take on a client that's a year or two years, I always say to them, like, this is what we're going to accomplish now. And then we're going to check in at this point of time. That usually is a good way, but you do get those people that are like micro needy and you can't control. And in that situation, you know, sometimes you have to have a talk with them. I mean, I happen to be fortunate enough to be a licensed therapist. So I feel that I can monitor that a little bit, but even, you know, for me, I know that it's challenging. So someone who doesn't have that, you know, in their back pocket, it's, it could be really frustrating. Oh, this is so good. And to all of the entrepreneurs out there, how who have fired their, <laughs> their clients because exactly. they just can't get it right. Right. It's so hard sometimes, but I love what you're doing and it is amazing. The work that you guys are doing. And I am so excited about this event planner expo for 2023. I cannot wait. Well, I thank you so much for having me and it's always a pleasure seeing you and talking to you. And I can't wait to give you a hug in New York city, October 10th through the I I'll be hugging every day. I can't wait either, Erica, and I feel the same way. And it's just such an honor to be able to to know you and your business and your partners and uh, know that I have a place where I can send people as well. And if if I want to plan an event in New York City, that I could do that through you guys as well. And I just love that. And I appreciate all that you're doing and the hard work and the way that you serve the people that are in this industry uh, to help them to all be better. And I think that's what this is all about is uh, bringing them together, learning from each other and serving them so they can all be better. And I am all in for that. So, yay, I can't wait. Anything else you want to share before we say goodbye? I think just, you know, make sure that you're tuning into your podcast. Obviously, that's it's a great spot to learn. But also just remember that, like, there's a million people out there and you don't have to, like, do it alone. A, any question doesn't make you feel like you're stupid. It's basically that you're learning and you want to grow and getting around people that can help you do that is going to fast track your business, whatever business you're in. So don't be afraid to get into rooms, whether it's our trade show or other events that you've been like on the fence to go to. You really need to step into a room that you don't know a lot of people so that you can build not only yourself, but build your relationships and also be able to serve more people by doing that. I love that. Oh my gosh. And I'm super excited to see all of you. All right. Well, you know what we say. I don't know where you are in your life or your business, but if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up. Just get back up. Tell America. Get back up. Just do it. Just get back up. Get up. Get yourself together. Dust off your knees and get your ticket. And we'll see you in New York City at the Event Planner Expo. 
Thank you for joining us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please follow the show, submit a rating and review and share us with your friends. If you would like to chat to see if you can attract your ideal client and monetize your business through podcasting, please book a free call with me at camilehman.com. I can't wait to meet you.